Hi, I'm Simon Drew, and welcome to the Practical Stoic Podcast, where I dive deep into the ancient philosophy of Stoicism. If you find value in this podcast, then you can become a patron by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew. Otherwise, you can head to simonjedrew.com to find my writings, my music, and also information about my one-on-one coaching. But apart from that, I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Practical Stoic Podcast. My name's Simon Drew, and thank you so much for listening today. So, in today's episode, uh, I've got the fourth episode of my series on Seneca's writings, and uh, it's just a short episode today, about 10 minutes long. I focus on uh, simply one quote uh, from within one of his letters. So, uh, the episode is called Seneca on the Sign of a Well-Ordered Mind. But before I start the episode, I just want to let you know that this podcast would not be possible without my amazing Patreon supporters. So, thank you to all of you who are already supporting me on Patreon. Uh, And if you're not already doing so, but you would like to, then you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew. And there you can actually get access to many more episodes just like this every month uh, and, uh, and plenty of other benefits as well that I'm offering to patrons of various tiers. So, again, thank you so much to all of you who are supporting the show on Patreon. And if you're not, then I'd love to see you over there. So, without any further ado, I present to you my episode, Seneca on the Sign of a Well-Ordered Mind. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my series on the writings of Seneca. Now, Today, I'm just going to be focusing on one sentence in the second letter or the second epistle from Seneca entitled, On Discursiveness in Reading. Now, I'm actually also going to be taking this sentence kind of out of context because I'm not going to be talking about the uh, actual entirety of the letter. Um, as much as I'm going to be talking about uh, the usefulness of this one sentence and how I think it can can really make us think deeply about some changes that we might want to make in our lives. Uh, but to start this episode, I'm actually going to read you a quote from uh, the French philosopher Blaise Pascal. Right Now, he said, quote, All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. End quote. Now, that is one of the all-time greatest philosophical statements, and, you know, you've probably heard it in one form or another throughout your life, and there's a reason why we really appreciate a quote like that. And I think that the reason is because we understand that there's some deep truth being spoken in those words. You know, it is difficult for us to just sit in silence and be without any other external stimulus, without, you know, busying ourselves with the next job to do or this or that, you know, just to be able to sit and be with ourselves. And I think deep down, we all know that there's something wrong about that uncomfortable feeling that we get just sitting with ourselves and being there. And, you know, I think that this has to do as well with the the upsurge in Uh, meditation techniques that we see in modern times. Everybody is trying some form of meditation. And 
I think that that's because we all understand at this stage that we should be able to lose the distractions and just sit with ourselves, whether we're thinking or pondering or whether we're just sitting there trying to not think anything but just to be. And that's why I think that's such an important passage to think about. But, you know, you might not recognize that about 1600 years before Pascal spoke those words, Seneca said the following line, and it's the line that we're focusing on in this, in this entire episode today. And it goes like this, quote, The primary indication, to my thinking, of a well-ordered mind is a man's ability to remain in one place and linger in his own company. End quote. Now this, as far as I can tell, is exactly the same idea. The idea that we should, if our mind is set properly, be able to be with ourselves, linger with ourselves, as Seneca said, spend time with ourselves happily. And I think that the interesting thing about this passage is to to see that even 2,000 years ago, they were still dealing with the same kinds of issues that we deal with today. You know, they were just different forms, right? So we still deal with this feeling of uneasiness, you know, this feeling of constantly needing to do something, to be stimulated by something, you know, constantly needing to distract ourselves from what's actually happening in our own minds or in the world around us. And that stops us from being able to do the extremely meaningful, necessary, important work of just sitting there with yourself. And if you want to know, if you want to test yourself and see just how uncomfortable you get being by yourself with yourself, I want to, I want to give you this challenge to do. Um, and I'll set it up here because probably midway through 2020, I started noticing, like actually noticing that I had a really bad habit. And that habit was if I was at a restaurant with my wife and she got up to go get a drink or something like that, or, you know, if I was on, uh, I, I don't know, like if I was on a bus or a train or if I was sitting in a park on a bench or, you know, if I was just out in public and I was all by myself, I had a habit of picking up my phone and starting to look at what was on my phone, whether it was on social media or maybe even putting some headphones in and listening to something or, you know, anything other than just sitting there and looking around and thinking. Anything other than just being with myself. Has this ever happened to you? Do you ever do that? Do you find yourself alone and then immediately start to look around for what can stimulate you and your senses? You know, I'm sure that it's happened to you because it seems to be something that I see all the time. And it's actually really strange to see somebody sitting by themselves, not on their phone, but just sitting there looking around or thinking. It's becoming very uncommon to see something like that. And I think that this really speaks to just the absolute deluge of distractions that we have at our disposal at any one time in the click of a finger in our life right now. 
And when I started noticing that I was so quick to try and look for some distraction, it really became a question of, well, why wouldn't you do something to try and make this not the case? And so I started practicing. I started challenging myself. You know, if Jen got up to go get a drink at the bar and I was there sitting by myself, I would force myself to not get my phone out of my pocket, but just to sit there and look around, just look at the beach or, you know, look around in the restaurant, just think and be there. And I can tell you 100% that, that I know I have made progress in this area. I know that I am seeing progress now where it's not actually that uncomfortable for me to not pick up the phone. And I think that this speaks to the entrainment of, of the human mind, right? Like we, we actually train ourselves willingly to be happy with just finding a distraction whenever we desire. And we need to get back to that habit of practicing the art of just sitting there with yourself and being there and thinking and looking at the world around you. You know, the things that are happening around you are so much more important than what's happening on your phone. And, and I am convinced of that. So, you know, that's kind of one of the reasons why I think that this is such an important and necessary quote for our times, that the well-ordered mind is the mind that can sit and be with itself. And, you know, we live in a time where the smartest people in the world are being employed to help a company figure out how to get you to spend an extra five seconds on an app you know, like that's the kind of world we live in. And so we do need to double our efforts. We need to double our efforts to detach ourselves from these distractions, you know, remove certain apps from your phone, you know, remove certain distractions from your life so that you can find more time for actually seeing what's going on around you. And most importantly, what's going on inside of you. I have absolutely found in the past year and a half of my life, that the most meaningful and important moments in my life often came from times where I was just sitting there thinking, trying to work through a problem in my life, trying to work through a new theory or concept that I was trying to grasp fully, trying to, you know, think about something that was important and meaningful to me. But if all you're ever doing is filling your mind with new content, new music, new stimulus, you know, new Facebook feeds, new Instagram photos, if all that you're ever doing is filling your mind with more stuff, then how do you ever expect to let anything actually seep in? So, yeah, I am convinced that this quote from Seneca is absolutely true and more necessary than ever to fully understand and embody in our lives. So I'd really like to encourage you to try that challenge that I gave you, you know, notice yourself the next time you're in a situation where you're faced with a choice to either sit there and just be with yourself or to pick up the closest thing that can distract you from the pain of vulnerability, you know, from the pain of having to actually look around you or look within yourself. You might be pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if most of you listening to this feel just like I have felt in the past, that, that real need to pick something up, 
and distract ourselves. But uh, I'd also like to encourage you to find some moments just to think and just to work through things in your own mind. Get creative, get imaginative, you know. It's your mind. You can think about absolutely anything. That's, that's one of the great things that you start to learn when you start peeling back the distractions and go deep within your own mind. You learn that it's an amazing world in there and you can think about and imagine anything that you want. And it can be so much fun. So I hope that you take a few things away from this episode and you know build some practices in your life, build some strategies so that you can move towards a life where you are more comfortable in your own skin and in your own mind. Uh, but other than that, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode and many more to come. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Practical Stoic Podcast. Remember that you can support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash Simon J.E. Drew. There you'll gain access to many exclusive episodes that haven't been released yet, as well as over 200 episodes recorded before 2020. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me as you move towards your ideal, then you can go to simonjedrew.com forward slash coaching. But for now, I'll talk to you next time.